0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short-Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Think of Girl the Podcast. Welcome to Think of the Girl the Podcast. We think it's wake. Week- Seven, podcast 7 you're joined by Stacey June Christy Mercer and Danny Pollard the 18 hi dudes hi guys Danny hello oh there she is <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm alive I'm here ladies and I'm ready to talk but, <laughs> How are you are you all as kind as of me yep
1: we're exhausted uh, well I am I've
0: gone past exhaustion so I'm actually a little bit hyper
1: Oh, so you're in the hyper that's I That's a good one. L- yeah. I love yeah. a bit of the hy- the hyper-crazy-crazy yeah. stage of cracky hours. Do you, nap on a, do
0: you guys nap on a Friday? Do you need it on a Friday?
1: Um, um, do you need you a nap?
0: I every week for me. Mm. I, na- I yeah, try nap every day.
1: I try nap every day. Do you? Yep.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. I just kind of build up, build up, build up, and then I nap when my body's like you nap or you
1: die. And I'm like, okay, let's nap. Nap or die. I choose nap. Dramatic. Um, Hopefully you've been listening to a few of the podcasts, but you can find them all. Thinkgirl.com.au. We're all in radio talk shit every week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in Queensland. Where are you guys? Well,
0: I'm in New South Wales. I'm the border. She does the border again.
1: Technically New South Wales. But technically we're trying to make you Victoria. So it looks like we're.
0: I okay. Victoria, remember Victoria. <laughs> We've so been we through this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, honest. all right. Let's get into it. I'm gonna set Philip up, uh, who gives us a bit of a time and a bit of a wrap. Um, mm-hmm. At okay, eleven. Uh, 17, so I'm just 11. prefacing.
0: I'm just warning here, Stacey. You're cutting out a lot from my end. So oh, okay. I'm going. What did you say? What did you say? That's alright. Today. So. That's
1: okay. That's like you know you get Telstra, sure you pay the extra fifty bucks each bloody week, and then you still can't hear anyone. Yeah, FML. That's
0: like me. My reception's so bad. I reckon we start with Christy today. Yep. Bit of Instagram okay. action. Um, as you got, you know, we both all have social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Love it. Um. Mm-hmm. Every time I now go on Instagram, I find myself feeling really shit. And it started from a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram. And I know that with your Instagram account, you obviously, you you choose what your feed is depending on the kind of people that you follow. But when mm-hmm. I first got Instagram, I found a lot of people putting up food, you know, selfies and, and recipes. So I actually ended up following a lot of healthy recipe, healthy eating, um, yeah. inspiration kind of Instagram um, pages. Mm-hmm. And I find that every single time I open my Instagram page there is a photo of some ripped, amazing, toned, <laughs> six packed girl going for a run in her Lorna Jane and Nikes. And I think I'm a real I'm a real inspirational quote person. I've got You my are. You both,
1: are. Are, you both okay. are. You both are social <laughs> yeah. media quote heads.
0: Oh, I love it, there. and I'm not gonna—I will not lie about that or be ashamed. Yeah, it keeps me going, and you know, I—you know—it's corny and whatever you say, but I kind of have a, a quote each week, and I say—I say a little line to myself in the mirror every morning before I go out to work. What do you, you say? Are going to what have a good day?
1: What, what do you say, yeah, what sorry, you Christy? Say?
0: I look at myself in the mirror every morning, and I say, "You are going to have a good day," and I smile at myself.
1: That's oh, so that's good. good. That's an well, that's technically an affirmation, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm really into that kind of thing. So when I followed a lot of these pages, I thought this is, this is awesome because, you know, those inspiration means you will have a good day, you've got to work for it, you know, pe- people that work hard, you play hard, you know, all those inspirational ones. But yeah. now yeah. I'm starting to see this real unhealthy obsession with women in particular because the hashtag Fitspo and Finspo and mm. fitfam and shit always comes up on my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And seeing these photos of ladies when, you know, you might have had, I don't know, a bit of chocolate to eat or you might not have exercised that hard at the gym or you might not have gone at all because you were busy at work. And I feel every time I open up my Instagram now, I just want to shut it straight away because I feel like I I don't need to see that and I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this obsession, so I've actually banned myself from Instagram until I'm feeling a bit better because I just... I think, oh my God, I, I think, are you off Chris, it? What you need to take, I think, into consideration is that a lot of it is not real. And I went through a similar phase, a similar phase to you, where I was like, oh my God, I need to get my life in check. Like, these fitness people are just out of control. But it was there was one particular one that I followed where she was so real... And she actually talked about how she actually pretty much suffers with an eating disorder. And the photos that she shows on her Instagram are like the good days. And she goes, but I hide the days where I'll binge eat three packets of Cadbury and make myself throw up. Oh,
1: God. And that's
0: kind of when it really, A, I was really, really sad for her. And B, I really realized, like, it's not real, I guess,
1: at the end of the day. Hey, why? I mean, I don't mean to simplify what you're saying in any way but why wouldn't you just unfollow those ones and stay on it and follow the ones that don't make you feel like that Mm, because there are elements of their feeds that
0: i do enjoy i do like the healthy recipe ones that come through (sighs) but i've just been scrolling through them but after i kind of thought that was a bit freaky that was a bit obsessed you know you start reading the comments on a few of them that say Oh no, you can't have a full banana because that's way too many calories. You can't use olive oil, you've got to use coconut butter. Um, You know, today I only had, you know, four almonds instead of five when I normally do. And I just thought, this is going too far. But there are elements of that feed that I like. And I know what you're saying, it's bloody easy just to not follow them. But I do like some of the shit they put up. But it was the other day there was this photo and it said, "If you don't work for it, you probably don't deserve it." And <laughs> a picture of this rich chick. And I, I was almost in tears because I just, you know, you how you have a fat day and you just you just feel sh- feel feel shit. Like I don't know, I just felt like. And you've that got and just, such a great a great body in my eyes, so it's actually really hard for me to even hear you say that no, that you that you no, ever feel so, like that. Look, I don't know. You just have days where you just you don't feel great. And then when you see a photo of a ripped chicken, she's beautiful and tan and wearing cool clothes. And, you know, like, if you don't look like me, you don't deserve it. And I would just, I think I felt, I was pretty, really tired and shit at the time. But I just thought, I work so hard. Why don't I look like that? Like, that was my, I think that's why I was frustrated at it. Mm. Yeah. I go, I reckon I like Stacey's suggestion of the unfollow. And I've done it a lot. There's a lot of people that I've just been like, yeah, I've actually just gotten tired of it like it's actually starting i'm at that point where it's actually starting to bore me i'm like you're all bloody robots like little copy cutters like what happened to being an individual and being your own person and having your own shape and your own style and your own life do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're all wearing a Lorna Jane's now. We're all, you know, like I just I guess
1: but people, have, I mean, people have people have fat people. People have different priorities. Careful. Like people have different yeah. priorities. Like they yeah. probably don't work the hours that you do. So they maybe they they're a teacher and not saying that that is better or worse in terms of your energy or whatever. Maybe they finish at 3:30, can get home by 5. They, you know, people just have different priorities and different You know, maybe they don't go out and get on the booze on the weekend and instead they're going for big walks all day. Like you can't, you know what it's like. Even with our job, you know that everyone's got their own past. You can't have direct comparisons in your head, mate. Yeah. everyone has their own stuff. Like maybe that's their full-time hobby. Then that's why yeah. one thing I've never understood how people compare themselves to models when it's like that's their living. Like they work, yeah. they have to go through not eating stuff they love because it's their job, you know. And yeah. Yeah. you can't compare because that's what they do for a crust. So the comparison thing, I've never really – I've never gone too much there. I've been more felt shit when people are doing things similar to me maybe that you know but then you don't always know what everyone's stuff is. So it you, then again you can't compare.
0: Yeah, but and going you back say, to your example, sorry go But when you say that just unfollow, I mean, it's not just on Instagram that you No,
1: I was going to say that. I was going to say that. And I think also, Chris, like when you were saying how that one time you felt like shit, like that second, I think that also spoke volumes that it wasn't just about these. It was more about your headspace and what you were looking into. Like you you could hear in your voice that you said, you know what, I'm sick of me reading into this stuff. Like you could hear that that was what it was more about as opposed to it being as simple as it an unfollow. Like it obviously was coming... From within you, a bit, you know,
0: yeah, and that's what i mean it's and i can I love the simplicity of just click unfollow and you won't see it, but as you said, you know it's it's not just as simple as that, and I just think, I don't know, you know just when you have those shit days where mm. i don't know i just I just saw that, and it just tipped me over kind of tipped me over the edge a little bit because you feel like you you know you eat healthily and you sacrifice eating things that you want to, and you work your ass off at gym, and I don't know you see those images plastered around constantly on telly and the internet and on your own personal feeds and shit, regardless of whether you want them or not, because it might be one of your mates on your social pages liking that pic, which happens all the time as well, that you Mm. just go, oh, give it up. I don't, I just felt like I don't need in my face right now.
1: Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you do need to separate, you know, have a bit of a rest.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, I followed, can I just tell you guys a little story that I, this new person that I followed on, on Instagram and it was so refreshing. I can't remember her name, something, I can't remember. Anyway, and it's, I think she has her own like little um, home, like little fashion label. And it was so refreshing to follow someone. She was probably like a size 14, maybe size 12, like a normal size girl. Yeah. Normal looks, um, taking photos of just her home and her textiles and her surroundings. And it actually felt a little bit liberating because I do, like I honestly follow a lot of those Spitspo, um sites. That's yeah, a you follow know what I'm talking You do all that in yeah, yeah, I do. I totally know what you're talking about. I totally do. I don't know
1: how. Um, I've never understood the, um, and like I say, I, can, I I must preface by saying, I've said this before on this podcast, I haven't had to do the big weight loss thing, try and lose 10 kilos, all that. So I know that I need to say that I'm under, I understand that. But I've never been. Uh, there's lots of girls that I know that haven't had to lose dramatic amounts of weight. That will still have those pictures of maybe Miranda Kerr's body or body pictures of people in bikinis on their fridge and stuff. I've never understood that. I, I don't do that. understand how any. I don't I've understand a photo how anyone. Miranda
0: Kerr in my bikini. In her bikini, sorry, and it's saved on my phone. But
1: why would you do that to yourself when she, like I said you know, eats green shit out of a juicer every day for her job. And smokes cigarettes, by the way. For her job, though. <laughs> yeah. You can't it's compare. You're year, like, yeah. you're being so hard on yourself. Like, you can't but, compare to that. It's but your- To be completely honest, as I was sitting here eating my whole bag of pretzels
0: this morning, I was clicking through my photos, which is saved on my work computer, and there was that photo of Miranda Kerr there, and it happened again. And I was like, ah! Oh! Just get out of my face. I don't, and I don't know why. I understand what you're saying. It's almost torture because you're saying, why do you do it to, see, to yourself? Why do you need to see somebody who is perfection and how I would love to look, and I don't look like. But I don't know. I just feel I don't know. It's almost like
1: self-punishment. It's stupid. Yeah, there's something in that. You, I reckon you have to get off all this stuff. That's my opinion. I don't think it's motivating you at all. Just pick ones that have the recipes and f- fuck the others off. You know what, sometimes when I'm at gym and I'm doing
0: sit-ups, I so actually I imagine Miranda Kerr in that bikini photo, which is on my phone, and I'm like, I've got it. I don't know, I, that's like an inspiring thing I me.
1: reckon you just it's imagine yourself in that body then, yeah. not her.
0: Yeah. Just imagine uh, you. Not her. Hey, I'm going to delete, all my, I'm gonna delete it. all my exposed for a couple of weeks just to see. Just all right, to do Phillip, like an geez. experiment mm. and see if it makes a difference. To, I, to think... I know it's sick, but it's like. No, no,
1: no, no. Both of you delete them and then when Let's you're looking for inspiration, think of your own body that you want. Don't think of some other chick.
0: Okay. That's,
1: no. Yeah. no I on like
0: that. That feels really liberating as well. Like yeah. I, like the thought of that is really liberating in, in my head. Like there's almost like this freedom to be. Yeah. I am. On of course we should strive to be healthy mm. and strive to be fit and strive but to be great But for you,
1: not because people. someone else looks like that. Screw I'm the
0: that. I'm now.
1: Deleting. It Delet- the
0: trash. Miranda. Okay, let's delete Miranda this. Kurt, next. Bikini. Delete that all.
1: And next gem, Philip Spoken.
0: All right, so my gem. Look, my gem is um, the question, just how important is it to be good in bed? Now, I'll tell you guys where this came from. So, there's a guy um, in my group of friends, I've known him for a few years, very, very, very good-looking bloke, was a model, like, you know, just that classic good-looking guy. He's 28 years old, and he just hooked up with a woman that's 10 years older than him. She's 38. Wow. I'm going to be honest here, and I'm going to sound very shallow, not very good-looking woman at all. Like, it's not shallow. You're just calling it as you see it, as looks, as far as looks goes. Mm, like, just not very good-looking. What a bitch. Especially compared to this guy. <laughs> like, this guy is <laughs> right. And so everyone's shocked. and Not just looks-wise, but she's older, everything. Everyone's a bit shocked that they've hooked up and and they're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Was it a fling or are they continuing to see each other? No, they're in a full-blown relationship at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, and um, one, of, one of his mates that I was talking to, um, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying really hard not to name names for you guys. Can you tell? I'm actually struggling <laughs> to get this here. Give them
1: other names. <laughs> give them other names. All right. Yeah.
0: I'll give this guy. I'll call this guy Troy. So Troy, who's friends with Hot Guy, we'll call Hot Guy Daniel. So Troy, I was to Troy about it. I was like, gosh, what's the deal with Daniel? Like, and his girlfriend, like, oh, my God. And he goes, dude, I think she is amazing in bed. Like, Daniel carries on about how good she is in bed. And I was like, Ah. oh, my God, can you just win a guy over, like, just from being good in bed? And then another girlfriend of mine was like, no, there's more than that. You need more than just being good in bed. Like, you need to connect. Like, being good in bed, like, Mm. that doesn't build a relationship. And I guess it got me thinking that, I mean, I enjoy sex and I like to have sex with guys, but I never go into it going, oh, you better do this well, you better do this I well. know, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. I just go with the flow and just get into do it. Reckon, never been do you reckon about. maybe he's just putting it on the fact that they have good sex because, not that he's embarrassed, but maybe he just really likes her as a person or maybe he actually finds her physically attractive or he thinks it's sexy that she's an older woman. Maybe he's just saying that as one bloke to another. Oh yeah, she's a friend okay. So then it doesn't sound
1: I don't know. Sensitive. It's funny that you say this because I have a mate of mine staying at the moment who's a guy and yeah. I was saying I've got all these um like just reminders and, you know, meditate and all this kind of stuff near my bed. And I said if you were a guy that you were pick, like we were picking up for the first time, would you think I was a freaking fruit loop? Yes. And he was like, Stace, I wouldn't even notice that stuff. All I'm worried about is what ha- is happening in this bed yes. if I'm coming yes. home with you. And then I said, oh, I go, well, what about if we really hit it off? And he thought, okay, it's like one or two times and you're like, this is a potential girlfriend, then would you think I was a freak? And he goes, it depends what you were like in the bed. He's like, if, yes. you, oh. if you were good in bed, he goes, then maybe I'll start to consider... What else is on the pitch? What, is, what else is on the menu? You know? And I was like, really? It's, wow. that, it's that full on. And he was like, yep, pretty much. I'm like, like what the
0: vibe I'm getting from this conversation with Troy is that for a guy, like say I sleep with a guy and he's kind of interested in me, but not really, but I'm, you know, an easy lay or whatever, or he thinks, oh yeah, I'm going to be able to have sex with her. The vibe that I'm getting is if I blow him out of the water in the bedroom. That'll change everything, even if you didn't feel much of a connection before. But I've heard of stories of guys that I used to know that used to go to over 28 clubs and they would go there and they'd be chock full of horny old women, um, you know, in their like, you know, divorcees with, you know, 20-year-old kids and they might be in their 40s or 50s or whatever. And they used to love going there because they would say it was a guaranteed route and that's awful. But like these women were older. They knew exactly what they want. They walked up to a guy they thought was cute and they said, Right, you and me, back at my place, you keen. There was no stuffing around. They were there for sex. And yeah. I was like, That's disgusting. You yeah, know, but then no, you I... into relationships There's... with them because they were so hot in the bedroom. No, no, were... no. It was the fact that they knew that, they, you know, if you compared the looks of this, you know, 50 something year old woman, she might have been, you know, a fit looking lady or whatever, compared to yeah. somebody that this guy knew that he was, he was a good looking guy, capable of getting. He said, Obviously, when I compare the two, I go the younger chick's hotter, but I can't be bothered stuffing around the mixed signals, having to work for it. All I'm interested in right now is sex. I don't care whether it's coming from an average-looking 50-something-year-old chick um, or whatever. All I'm interested oh. in right now is jumping into bed with someone.
1: I don't reckon that's awful. If there's two people that want the same thing and they find each other and get laid and they have a good time, then bloody kudos to them.
0: Well, the women are the smarter ones, obviously, because they're picking up... Good-looking young boy <laughs> <laughs> um, It's just I don't know. I don't know, guys. So I don't know if maybe I should be concentrating more on my sex. Skill. How
1: the hell, old mate, are you going to improve? How do you practice that? Porn. I'm idea. Porn is not where you. Porn is porn. It's not real life. Like you can't be starting to do the kinds of activities then because you can't win. You kind of lay there like a bloody starfish. It's like, oh, she was a. Dead and then you you go to the porn thing, and it's like, what a slut.
0: Yeah, oh, I don't know, but if you do it good, the guys exactly Yeah, true. Guys think is guy. Guy. We that that guy's what a, a guy slut. Right she, now. Nah, I don't reckon. Do you, girls, you go? You she's a slut because she's good in bed.
1: Hang on, go on. Have you? Have you?
0: Have either one of you ever had sex and gone? I'm so going to please you tonight, like oh, with that kind of mentality nah. of like I'm going to. Fuck you
1: hard. I don't know. No. Oh my god.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I've got a question. Do I haven't.
0: No, do you think you're good do. In, the, do you think you're in bed, bed Danny, oh. and safe? How would you rate yourself? I think I've been bad in bed, like when yeah. I was younger and a bit insecure, but I reckon I'm pretty good these days.
1: I, it depends okay. what mood you get on me, but you get like. I reckon, <laughs> yeah, well, Yeah. I reckon, I just think I have different Stacey, sets.
0: I reckon you'd be good in bed.
1: I I, mean, re- I,
0: I thought about you the other day and I was like, I reckon Stacy would be so good in bed. Like you just would be like, I want it like this and I want it like that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen. Premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more—and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's
1: a—it's a T-shirt. Oh, yeah,
0: great. You're you're quite adventurous, Sophie, and you know what you want. I am. I'll
1: try anything. I think but it depends what <laughs> mood I'm in. So it's sure. like, you know, I think I have different I have different sex depending on where my head's at. So if yeah. you get me on a day on like if I picked you up like a one night kind of thing, God, this podcast it sounds like I have one night stands every week. Um, but if you did like when I was in New York having that you know crazy yeah, sex, exactly. it was because I was yeah. like, bring it! I'm overseas, I'm feeling a little alert, and I was just like, you know, there was a very different sex to what I was having with other people.
0: Okay. So and what about you, Christy? Mm. Um, I. I think I reckon I'd be pretty good in bed. I've obviously only been the, <laughs> one, you would be too- <laughs> the one person for a, quite a while, but I don't know. I think that that sometimes can lead to even better sex. It does. You know, it's something you know, jealous. Exactly what each other wants, and the fact that you don't feel like a dick to try something new. That you don't mm. have to get embarrassed about things like that. I don't know. Mm. I like. How I like to get to that I, point where there was like no embarrassment at all. Having.
1: Go on. Okay. How she said how long how how, far, yeah, you go. You can how long? She said how long did it take you to get to that point?
0: Oh uh, about uh, maybe six months or something? Six oh, months. That was quick, I thought you were gonna yeah, say it was pretty quick. We're pretty comfortable with each other from the get go, but I reckon that both comes from both being quite confident and then that joint.
1: Um, mm-hmm. yeah probably
0: about six
1: months you know what's in trying to figure things out you know what's interesting is that i i mean i was like confident at trying different things but when you say that one of the best things about being in a relationship is that you don't judge each other for trying different things at the same time when i became single and got a bit more confident i found myself being happier to try other stuff with like people that i didn't know so much
0: yeah. It was weird. It didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I knew that it was certainly just going to be like a fun thing, then I was yeah. like, ah, oh, screw it.
0: I'm a bit like that. I'm a bit like that, actually. Like, because there's no pressure. So you're like, oh, I'm going to just go nuts.
1: Yeah. And so... be like
0: really slutty if I want to. Like,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, she, she, you love the word slut.
0: I do. I don't know why. I actually used to say when I was young to my mum as a joke, I'd go, Mum, when I grow up, I'm going to open up a a nightclub and I'm going to call it Sluts. (laughs) (laughs) You should still do that. (laughs) <laughs> she would just lose her shit and I'd be like, yeah, it's going to be the best club ever. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Mum, when I grow up, I want to be a slut.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought she was <laughs> yeah, going to say I too. I was
0: coming. <laughs> she knew that. She knew that. I didn't have to say it. No, I'm joking. What did this
1: gem start off as, please?
0: Oh, is, it's important. It, is it important?
1: Is it important to be good in bed?
0: Well, I, I reckon overall, I is. yes,
1: is the answer.
0: Well, after all of that convo, yes.
1: Yeah, and we, and yeah, after that convo, cool. the answer is yes, and we all are up ourselves, more, up ourselves sluts.
0: Yeah, but if, yeah, we to, <laughs> if anyone ever said that they were bad in bed, right?
1: I'm not like saying it on this you, podcast, that's for sure. Even,
0: even, if you weren't, even if you weren't bad in bed, after saying you're bad in bed, you'd become <laughs> bad in bed. It's like a confidence game, sex. <laughs> what?
1: Nah, it's I
0: don't country. reckon.
1: I reckon that people be like, "Oh, pleasantly surprised." Maybe we'll just all say we're bad in bed.
0: Actually, Sophie no, Monk I don't do that. Say she's bad in bed. Yeah,
1: but as if Sophie Monk is bad in bed, she would be great. She in bed. would be a little pocket she would rocket, be a man. Minx. Oh, oh, she is yeah. a minx. She is a do minx. You, do you ever do you look at it's couples? True. Do you ever look at couples and go, "They'd have good sex." Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, have
0: an Angelina.
1: Oh, my God. People used to say what? that Can to me and my survive. boyfriend.
0: Can I tell you something? I had a friend, two friends. They were on, oh, I can't say what they were on. Anyway, two friends, incredibly good looking.
1: Temptation they Island. Temptation Island. They
0: were a model, was, they a model right? <laughs> they were on Temptation they Island. Had a, uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh-huh. They, uh-huh. They, had, they never had sex. They had sex for the first six months of their relationship. They were together for four years. She she said that in the four years that they were together, after the first six months, she could count on both hands the amount of times they had sex. And people would look at those two and just be like, those two would tear each other up. Like the best she had perfect body little fake boobs everything and they had the worst sex life in the world. Being yeah, it hot though it doesn't mean you have good nah, sex. No, it
1: doesn't. It's I know. So it so doesn't. At
0: all. I know, but you look at hot couples and automatically you think I don't oh, reckon. They would tear each other they've got up. to have
1: no, nah, they've got to have spark for me. I look at people with spark and a bit of bite to them like in their personality and I'm more likely to think she'd go yeah. off in bed or angry he'd go at, off
0: like angry God, sex, like passionate I'm so like superficial, passionate sex. Aren't I know. I'm a superficial whore. <laughs> I just look at whole people and go, "Yep, you'd have hot sex," <laughs> <laughs> which is not the case. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you guys about. What about that whole theory that, uh, that ugly women? God, I'm so loud I'm at work. That ugly women um, are better in bed than good-looking women because good-looking women don't have to feel like they don't have to try.
1: I've never heard of that. I actually think that. Well, I don't think you. I don't think that you consciously think that. But at the same time. Maybe it uh, may, maybe I don't think um, uglier girls try harder. I think they're probably just confident. I reckon maybe pretty girls get lazy.
0: But it's like <laughs> that. It's like that whole rule of attractiveness, um, attractiveness on the scale and niceness on the scale. You know how you find hot people almost don't need to be as nice as uglier people do, or it's maybe interesting. It's the same. As in, do you mean as interesting? Because I've met nice good-looking people, but they're never as interesting as, as the ones that aren't as good-looking. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you don't have the look, yeah. it's almost like you're, you have to form a personality and a confidence and a funniness or whatever it is about yourself to compensate, mm. whereas a tr- physically attractive people maybe don't have to rely on their personality as much.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, but so then
0: their sex is bad. <laughs> so go for an ugly guy and he'll probably be really good.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <We> <laughs> All <can't> <laughs> okay. Philip's spoken.
0: Okay, Philip's done. That was a good chat though, even though it kind yeah, of. Yeah, I've taken a lot out of that.
1: Philly, b- I just
0: love talking about sex.
1: Same, <laughs> same.
0: When your when club called sluts opens, can we be there on the opening night?
1: Nah, screw <laughs> that. I'm not hope. showing my face at that place.
0: You're going to host the opening night. That's a fucking. That's a I'll sh- it. Welcome
1: to sluts. Yeah, it's a strippers joint. It's strippers. There's no yeah, club about it.
0: Yeah, but you'll be coming and partying at my mansion from all the money that I've made from my strip joint called Sluts.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> She's screwing Breakfast Radio off and going to get into sluts. <laughs> I oh. love it. One day. Oh my God, all right, Father. I'm ride train. Okay, I've mixed mine up. Um I want to talk about people that are I want to talk about people be, that are accidentally racist.
0: Okay. Oh jeez, okay. <laughs> this is going to be Oh <laughs> oh, I feel a world of racism about to begin.
1: I, al- I always push it, don't I? But yeah, uh, they're you're still
0: so intense, Stacey. Sorry. You are the intense woman, but that's fine. That's good. It's I like who, who I am.
1: Are. I can't help it. And I can't. Yeah. That's exactly why I started this. That's why we started this freaking thing. Because I yeah. was like, I, ha- I can't talk about all this stuff.
0: Where's the gym come from? Are you, or is it someone you know?
1: No, um, I when I moved to London a little bit ago, probably in my early twenties. I'll never forget the first time I heard an English person call another English person black. So referred referred to them and said, um, you know, you know that guy, Jace, the black guy. And I'll never forget how my heart dropped and went, oh my god, you can't say that. You know, I was like, you can't Mm. say that he's black. And then the longer I lived there, the more I realized that he can because it's just his color and how different their ideas of that is compared to what I experience. I can't talk for everyone, but what I experience here at home Whereas if you were to say the same sentence and a lot of sentences that happened over in the UK about the way people look or their skin, people t- people take for granted that you are being racist.
0: Do you know what my theory is on this? And you here overhearing that and going, "Jace is the black guy? Sometimes you can say it in a really innocent sense, like you just said, and you're not trying to be racist. I reckon sometimes, and it's, with society, looking at those things, you know, that kids aren't allowed to, you know, say Merry Christmas at school because, it's you know, people who are non-Christians might get offended and not being able to have nativity scenes and not being able to sing the Australian anthem because it might offend people who weren't from here. I think that all of those views... Sometimes it's so overthought. It's almost like you're thinking with a racist cap on. Sometimes I would just about to say that that you can was actually just point. be innocently, you know, saying Merry Christmas or doing a nativity scene because for you that's and for a lot of people who might not even be christian that that's i don't know something that you associate with christmas for me it's it's almost more racist to go mm-hmm. you're racist for calling that person black when it's like well i wasn't thinking that at all but you've been i don't know you've looked at that with almost a cap on thinking i'm racist when really it is actually yeah i think the fear of 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 saying black of saying calling someone black i think that's more racist. I actually, for this is huge, what I'm about to say. I think Australia is a very racist country, but it's all undercovers, and people don't even realise that they're racist.
1: Like, yeah, you no. know, making
0: comments. I had a guy make a comment. Like, you know, you guys know I'm living on the Central Coast, mm-hmm. and there's a yeah. part here called the entrance. And I went on a date with this guy, and this was the moment that I went, nah. We were sitting in the car, and I was like, yeah, the entrance is really nice. And he goes, nah, uh yeah, the entrance itself is nice. And he goes, I'm not racist, but I, I was love like, here that. We go. Yeah. We go. He goes, but I just hate the amount of Muslims and oh. named all of these different, um, di- different races, and where I just hate how they all go there and they mm. hang out there and have their barbecues and their big fat. And I just looked at this guy and I was like, "You're not racist, but day over, like, it's, you're so ignorant. Like the ignorance of the racism in Australia drives me up the wall. Like." it's so ignorant how did you
1: guys go from i guess without like trying to keep it into us now as you know in our 20s or whatever and our view of it because obviously it's very different for people older than us and quite different for people younger than us but how did like I, i remember in high school feeling like i had to say um you know oh look at that powerpoint face or you know, like because the Asians have like slanty eyes. So I remember mm. like feeling like that was just the thing that I said and then, you know, there'd be a few other things that would be shot around school and the other girls uh, at our school, which at the same time we kind of still call them this because it's, a, it's you know, friendly, but they were the WOG group, we were the Aussie group. And, yeah. um, and that's not, it wasn't so much because they were all, called themselves that. Um, but at the same time, everything just went around and then I just thought that was the complete norm and then you go out of school and you're like, oh my God, that that is not the norm. Well, it's the norm for still a lot of people that are in my life, but it's yeah. certainly not in the norm for me. And uh, again, like I said, when I got to London, that was the first thing that really taught me about how different it is because even if, because then I got, so to take you through the journey, I went, I got out of school, then thought, okay, that's wrong, but then also overthought it, like how you were saying, and then got to London and was like, oh, my God, people call people that because there's just an overall mateship with people. There isn't this underlying racism culture, so there's not this general assumption that you are being mean, and because we do have a lot of racism here, it's probably safer for people to assume, or, or people feel yeah, this way, safer to assume that you are being racist, because there, it seems like people have felt like that's more likely than you not being. Mm, See, but the mm. thing is, look, when you're
0: saying Stacey's different norms, I couldn't agree with that more, because, I mean, listen to a Jay-Z or a Kanye album. Like, every third word is the word nigger. And I know that's really awful of me to say, but if you're black, you're allowed to say that. But if you're white, you're not allowed to. So there are all of these, whether you're in school or whether you work on a work site or whether you, um, I don't know, are from Muslim descent or depending on what music you listen to. It's almost like depending on what arena you're in or what country you're in, there's different... I don't know, there's different rules surrounding certain words that can and can't be used. I know, because I often will
1: now describe... I often say a lot of descriptive words because I know that I kind of take the approach now if my intention is good and I, I quite proudly say that I'm not a racist person... So I describe and say that stuff, you know, the, oh, you know, that girl, she's like, she's, she's. I used to say dark skin, then I say she's black. Like you say it yeah. as a description. Now I say it because I know that I mean nothing by it. So I get more confident by going. Someone can take that if they want, but my intention is never that. So what about I've, if
0: you were to say to describe someone, I go, oh yeah, the Asian guy. Do you think that's racist? No. Nah, no. Nah, not at nah, all. Because that's just like, oh, the the Aussie guy or the white guy. Like I don't if somebody described me in that sense, I wouldn't But wouldn't that's the point. Offended. I think so,
1: now I've stopped overthinking it and as long yeah. as I know my intention is right, then that's all that matters. Having said that though, sometimes there still are words. Like, what are you guys what about if you're not you're not racist and you don't put everyone into a a, a pocket of everyone's the same. What about the word ABO? Like do you still I feel like there's still there's still those yeah, fine lines around bad, Aboriginal. but that's become a bad
0: word because because that word was used to diminish them do you yeah, know what I mean Yeah. So yeah. negative connotations So I still feel like even if raises.
1: I have even if I have if, proper intentions with that there are still words out there, there are that still are still rules. a bit yeah, fresh it'd, it'd,
0: yeah. you know like even like you know if I, if you thought that I was a bit flirtatious, You probably would rather use the word, oh, Danny's flirty than slutty. We'll go back to the slut word.
1: (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) We talk about racism and it always ends up in sluts. (laughs) In
0: slutty. Hey, I just want to make a quick comment because obviously I'm an immigrant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm about to contradict like what I said before about racism. Like I have never, ever, ever felt, um, you know, I moved to Australia when I was nine years old. I've never felt racism against me. In fact, I often forget that I'm not Australian. So there's something for me to say about you know yeah, I I do. Said, you know there's a lot of racism in Australia so it's interesting because I contradict myself with my own I'm experience. a bit I'm a bit confused by it as well I've never
1: felt it. I'm a bit confused yeah, by really it as well because I kind because of go there. as an overall thing I came down really hard and was like yep we live in a super racist country living in the UK it's very different whatever but then it's like mm-hmm. having said that we have got we are one of the biggest multicultural countries in the world we yes. on one note it's like all things on one note mm-hmm. there are a lot of hicks out there that are quite awful and quite uh, ignorant but then there's mm-hmm. the other side if you live in you know cities where you You've got all kinds – people love it, embrace it. I'm from Melbourne and, you know, it is just – you know, there's parts, boroughs of the the city that completely sometimes look like you're overseas and it's incredible. It's incredible. So at the The same time, time I don't think... some. I've been changed in the past few years to think that we are as racist. It's not as simple as that. We're not as racist as I used to think we were at the same time. Well, you
0: could be racist saying that Australia is racist because not everybody in Australia is racist. That's right.
1: That's where I learned. I corrected myself. I was like, hang on a second. Don't be so hard on... I am very hard on every, people that I love the most and that is included my own country. I do yeah. think I, mm-hmm. I am really hard on us because like, I want us to be the best. My mates will say, you're very hard on them because you really, you know, you want the best for them. I've done the same with Australia with this stuff. I actually have kind of corrected yeah. myself in the last couple of years and gone, oh, but there's also a lot of good here. Like, let's not get too carried away and just focus on the shit. Well,
0: yeah. as you said, I have that all insane. comes down to the intention. <clears throat>
1: yeah you're right yeah. it does it does, but it 's an interesting yeah. i don 't know I just thought it was an, it was an interesting thought process that someone brought up the other day about uh giving me a funny face when I called someone black, and so I wrote it down for the potty
0: yeah okay well, you know I guess what i was trying the point that I was trying to make because I guess I have the experience so i've never felt um, i 've never felt like anyone's been racist against me, but I have always wondered because i 'm Brazilian and I know that. The Brazilian country and the Brazilian culture is quite universally loved, and I've always wondered what mm-hmm. it would be like if I was, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, if I was of Muslim, you know, yep. w- Muslim. Really, like I always, I always think about that. I always wonder if there would be a difference.
1: It's a good. That's a, a really that good. Um, love. that's a really good thought, actually.
0: But Th- it's funny, isn't it? Because. It depends as you say what what you know what background or what race or what or what country or what religion you follow that there are um, there are races that you know are from multicultural backgrounds that aren't discriminated against, for instance, maybe Italian or people from um, from Asian backgrounds. Whereas you look at Muslims or um, people from um, you know maybe a, a Middle Eastern descent, and it's completely different. So I think it's all yeah, little... it Be racist towards a certain group of people, but then very accepting of other cultures that have been um, you know within Australia for a lot longer. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's been a you know, like, time like, like when that the I went on a date with like he kept saying to me oh my god i love brazilian girls i love brazilian girls and then you know, half an hour later, is bagging out the Muslims that hang around at the entrance. It's a good know,
1: so. thought, though. I think it. I think it is a time thing too. Like, obviously, we know what's happened in our kind of generation. But I know that when I speak to my uh, some of my best mates' parents of when they immigrated here, it wasn't it wasn't a walk in the park for Italians or people either. You know, oh, like, no. um, yeah. so it is about. I think it's about time. a time thing, probably as yeah. well. But uh, that's it for us, and we've gone over the last few weeks. So I'm I'm going to wrap us. I'm going to wrap us, wrap us, wrap us.
0: All right, I'm glad. Okay, girl, I'm going to run. Thinker Girl,
1: the podcast.